Thanks for tuning in to the Glossy Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Priya Rao, Executive Editor at Glossy. And today's guest is Dave Kimball, the president of Ulta Beauty. Welcome, Dave. Thanks, Priya. I'm so glad to be here. We're so excited to have you, Dave. And I know a lot of our guests will be turning into this to this episode. But um, Dave, to get started, you know, you're kind of the atypical beauty customer. So how did you get started in beauty yourself? Well, uh, beauty is such a wonderful category. I actually, uh, well, started my, uh, I guess, working career actually in banking for uh, about five or six years in in lending, commercial lending, uh, but decided I didn't really want to do that forever. And so I went back to business school and had the opportunity through business school to learn more about marketing and uh, category brand management and uh, was fortunate enough to Started working at, at Procter and Gamble first as a summer intern in the beauty uh, in the beauty division, and then back full time and spent uh, about uh, five years there, all in beauty. So uh, I, I you know, grew, developed a passion for beauty primarily because uh, it's such a personal and emotional category that uh, it means so much to uh, everybody that engages in 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 the category. And so. I learned a lot uh, during that time, kind of early in my career, uh, but then left beauty for a number of years. So spent uh, next uh, you know phase of my career actually in the in the food category uh, with PepsiCo, uh, which I found also uh, was also very personal and emotionally connected to how you feel about yourself, how you uh, how you express yourself to the world. Often is through uh, the food that you eat, and so very similarities to to beauty. Um, but then, uh, you know, had uh, some other stops along the way, including time at uh, uh, after P&G and Pepsi, seventh generation, small company in Burlington, Vermont, focused on environment, environmentally friendly household products. And that, too, was a very different uh, experience, uh, gave me a lot of new exposure to uh, the importance of sustainability and uh, and how people think about the intersection of the choices they make about the, their personal health and the world and the impact it has on the world around them. Uh, but then made it back to beauty when I joined Ulta about six and a half years ago. And I'm so glad to be here. It's such a, a wonderful uh, business, wonderful category, so much connection to consumers, as I said. And, and fortunately, uh, we feel like Ulta has uh, added to the category in, in finding new ways to allow our guests to discover and explore beauty. Uh, so I love it, and I'm I'm feel really blessed to be back in the beauty category and, uh, and excited about the future of it. So, Dave, you know, one of the things that it sounded like hearing your trajectory is so much of an emphasis on these legacy and iconic brand names. You know, these brands that have kind of changed the face of the industries that they were in, you know, seventh generation talking about clean and natural and Ulta really revamping what beauty looks like in the U S like, did you see that through line when you were experiencing it? Or is it now something that you're able to look back on and, and feel and see? Probably really didn't appreciate it uh, as much on the time, but I have, I have had the, the opportunity to work on a wide variety of brands. Uh, the first brand I worked on was Noxima at Procter and Gamble, but also uh, other brands within that por- portfolio, uh, so big established brands that have have long histories to younger brands like Seventh Generation. Ulta Beauty is is thirty years old now, but uh, uh, still has so much uh, you know, startup mentality and the opportunity ahead of us. So, 
I, I do enjoy working on businesses that are disrupting the category, uh, really connecting with consumers in creative and compelling ways and finding new ways to add value to the marketplace. Um, and so that it's been a fun part of my career for sure. So Dave, you uh, took on a new role at Ulta last December, and I imagine when you were taking on the role of president, what you imagined 2020 to look like was very different than what it actually looks like now. So tell us a little bit about what life at Ulta was like pre-pandemic and maybe how that has now changed. Well, we do, we, we have valued our culture uh, for a long, long time, really, you know, that's been a big part of our company and certainly over the last you know, five, six, seven years, uh, an emphasis on, on ensuring that uh, not only are we delivering a great experience to our guests, but that, that our associates are at the center of everything that we do. And so that's been, you know, really important to us uh, because it's one, just the type of environment that I think all of us want to work in, but it also allows us to uh, you know, weather storms. Now, none of us saw the storm that was coming in 2020, uh, but 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 we really feel fortunate that the culture, the values that we uh, you know have created within Ulta, uh, the focus on our guests, the focus on delivering great experiences, uh, on on innovating and evolving the business, uh, has set us up well to try to manage this. Now, this is like no other crisis in in, in probably any of our working experiences. Uh, but the the area that I felt most proud of is the way our associates across the company, uh, from our, our corporate team and marketing and finance and HR and IT and all the other groups, uh, and then certainly our store associates uh, who have been very disrupted uh, as stores were closed and then are managing in a very uh, you know unusual environment to deliver a great experience. So I'd say you know for me the the value of the culture, the work we did to try to create an environment that people, uh, you know, really passionate about Ulta uh, has then allowed us to uh, drive through this in a way that we think will set us up to emerge out of this even stronger in some ways. We need to talk a little bit about um, the role of product discovery right now. You know, something I've talked to Monica Arnato a ton about um, on the phone is just how you guys are not stopping in terms of Sparked, in terms of Conscious Beauty, the way that you are ramping up and developing new brands has not seemed to take a hit, at least from the lay point of view. So how is that all kind of being managed in this in this new environment? Well, it is different in, in how we go about it, but the importance of discovery and exploration from our consumers has not changed uh, and I think will be has always been an important part of this category and will be a critical part of this category going forward. And so while our consumers are telling us and demonstrating to us that uh, the this current crisis has changed some of some of their behaviors, they're also very clear that the, that their passion for beauty hasn't changed. It might end up looking a little bit different, but they remain, excited and focused on the importance in, in, in the role that beauty plays in their lives and how it allows them to express themselves and, and to bring who they are to life in a way that really is reflective of, of, of themselves. And so that fundamental core belief and connection that consumers have to the category hasn't changed. And a big part of that is, is discovery, finding new products, finding new brands, 
it's it's uh, it's just such a, a a critical part of the category, and we know uh, our guests are continuing to drive exploration and and find new brands. So that's why, yeah, you're right. We've been pushing hard on programs that we had set up before COVID, like Spark. We're continuing to launch new brands. Uh, there's still a lot of great entrepreneurs out that are developing cool new ways to excite guests. And so we're going to bring those to life. Our big established brands are, are, are working hard to bring innovation to, to their uh, product portfolios. And so we're starting to see that ramp up and accelerate. And then Conscious Beauty, we're obviously announcing this year and are excited to roll that out to our guests because we know that's so important to our consumers. And the approach we've taken there is to be a really comprehensive comprehensive destination that we believe meets uh, multiple aspects of consumers' decision journey as they discover new products. And so we're excited to bring that to our guests because we think it'll bring more transparency and allow our guests to discover products in new and exciting ways. Can you talk a little bit more about Conscious Beauty in the way that it touches so many uh, very important key topics that customers are thinking about right now? It's not just clean. It's not just sustainability. It's kind of rolling all of these ideas into one, into one program. Will you t- give us a bit of a deep dive there? Absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're, you're, you're right that it is very much a comprehensive approach to uh, conscious beauty. Uh, and the reason that we've done it this way is well, through all of our connection with our guests and understanding what's important to them and understanding what's going on in the beauty category and where innovation is headed, we felt like it was important to uh, not look at any just individual aspect of of the overall space, but to bring together a program that just simplifies the process for discovery for our guests that makes it more transparent. So by uh, through a lot of research, a lot of understanding of consumer dynamics, we identified five core pillars that we believe are among the most important decision points in customer's journey. So there's certainly over the last few years has been a big focus on clean ingredients, and that's a critical part. And we we are uh, highlighting those products that are made uh, and comply with our made without list. Uh, and, and that's really important. And we know that's been a big focus for the category for a while. Certainly, we've been leaning into that and bringing in a wide variety of brands uh, across multiple segments of our assortment that uh, meet those standards. And we're excited to deliver a more transparent way for brands to discover that. But in addition to clean uh, ingredients, we also know other aspects, including cruelty-free, uh, is really an important decision point for many of our guests and an, an increasingly important uh, uh, you know, part of their decision-making process. Vegan, also an emerging space that more and more consumers are leaning into for a variety of reasons. So that as a third pillar is really important. Packaging, sustainable packaging is the fourth. And what's really interesting about that that pillar is that there's probably the biggest opportunity for the beauty category as a whole to create change uh, around packaging. We probably have the most runway ahead of us to drive greater change and have a more positive impact as it relates to packaging. So we're really excited to bring that pillar to life and make some commitments uh, related to packaging that we think will be important. And then the fifth pillar, uh, also a critical one, is just brands that are having a positive impact on the world around them and increasingly guests of of all ages and all types are, are just making choices based on their values 
And often that looks like uh, aligning themselves with brands that are doing doing cool things in the world. And that can look a lot of different ways. It certainly can have a sustainability lens to it, but it it, it doesn't always. It can have uh, you know local community impact or health and wellness impact or a lot of different ways that our brands are, are giving back to the community. And so we thought it was important to highlight those. So those five pillars, clean ingredients, cruelty-free, vegan, sustainable packaging, and positive impact come together in what we believe will be a really transparent, easy way for our guests to navigate our assortment and make choices based on what's important to them. Dave, will you explain a little bit about why you thought it was so important to bring all of these ideas together? Because I know it was very cumbersome for some of you, you know, your competitors in the space, whether it be Target or Sephora, just to do one of those pillars, you know, being in the, in the case of clean. So it almost sounds like this is such an elaborate endeavor to try to bring brands together that touch all of these points. So I imagine that's very cumbersome to do in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> Well, there there are complexities to it, but what's the guiding principle for us is to make it really easy for our guests. Uh, and so at the end of the day, we think this will actually be a really easy, seamless, transparent way for our guests to navigate the assortment. And yes, there's some complexity in, 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 uh, in getting prepared for that, but we believe it's it's very much worth it because we know our guests are asking for it. And we think more, you know, rather than just have one of them or have a series of initiatives that try to touch on these, to bring them all together into one destination that allows our guests to more seamlessly navigate the assortment, we think will be the right way. Having said that, we know we're working with our brands right now to help them participate in this. And we're also trying to make it as easy as possible for our brand partners to get qualified under every one of those pillars. And, and so far, the feedback from our brand partners has been really positive. They, they recognize the importance of this, appreciate our approach, and are more than willing to help us uh, you know, per- participate in this in a way to help us get set up to uh, deliver it to our guests. So yes, there's some complexity, but uh, you know, often things uh, that, you know, the most important things uh, to do for our guests are, are, are the more difficult ones. And we're excited about pulling this together and bringing it to life for our consumers later this year. Do you think that the conversation around health and wellness, and obviously the conversation around Black Lives Matter earlier this year that reached feature fever pitch really helped kind of accelerate this in a way that was more holistic because it seems like customers are doing so much more research than they were a year ago in these categories and in these brands. Yeah, no, absolutely. There's just a greater understanding and connection that, that our guests are having. And again, it's, it's, it's across everybody. It's all ages. It's all ethnicities. It's uh, consumers are just more mindful of the choices that they're making and uh, and we want to make sure that we're being as transparent as we can be. Uh, and you, you mentioned you know the uh, you know, Black Lives Matter and and uh, this uh, you know accelerated effort around uh, social justice. And uh, and I can tell you that's an important part of how we think beyond conscious beauty. Just how, you know critical part of Ulta Beauty's value is to ensure that we are delivering an experience uh, for our guests and our associates that's consistent with the values and helping uh, advance the effort on, on, on social justice. So that's that's been an important aspect of this that transcends any individual part of our business, uh, whether it's conscious beauty or anything else we're doing, and uh, we're committed to continuing to drive change in that space. Uh, but we also know on top of that, the, the idea of, of health and wellness 
and making choices that, uh, you know, again, feel like they're both good for you, good for your families, as well as good for the environment are important. So a lot is coming together all at once. And, and uh, we feel like just by being more transparent, making it easier for our guests to understand what our brands are doing and how they're uh, you know, contributing to the world around them uh, will allow them to make better choices. Will you talk a little bit about the sustainability piece of this, Dave? Because I know it seems like at the start of this year and at the start of the pandemic, a lot of other brands kind of threw this by the wayside. You know, we were seeing sampling really rise um, from the digital perspective, you know, because testers weren't available in stores. And, you know, there seems to be like a push and pull in this arena that still exists. So it seems like Ulta is really taking a stand here. We are really focused on this, the overall sustainable. Uh, impact that the beauty category in total and certainly the role that Ulta plays in the beauty category is having on on the world. Uh, And we know, as I mentioned earlier, we know that the, the, we have a long road ahead of us. There's a, a, you know, a lot more that we collectively as a beauty industry can do to improve the, our footprint, the impact that we're having on the world. And yes, the pandemic in in some ways has has made that a bit more challenging through you know whether it's uh, sampling as you suggested uh you know more more use of personal protective equipment that's often disposable i mean there's other aspects uh of this including uh having an impact on recyclability and uh the cost of oil that brings makes recycle recycling products less economically feasible and so there's some challenges that that the pandemic has brought, but to us, that makes it even more important that we're pushing harder and we're glad that we're making this move. One specific aspect of this that we've committed to and the you know, pandemic does in no way changes this, in fact, perhaps makes it even more important is to improve the overall impact that the products that are sold at Ulta are having, uh, you know, through their packaging. And so what we committed to is that 50% of all packaging sold, including the Ulta Beauty Collection, will be made from recycled or biosourced material or will be recyclable or refillable by 2025. And that's a that will be a big positive move. There'll be more that has to happen beyond that. But by making that pledge and and working collaboratively with our brands to help drive that forward, we feel like it's an important step in in reducing the impact to make the beauty category more sustainable and addressing a key issue that we know is really important to our guests. Dave, you know, one thing I've noticed, obviously, through all of this is Ulta continues to be the uh, go-to beauty retailer for Gen Z, especially. And a lot is happening with Gen Z. A lot of these values that you talk about are second nature to them. But, you know, at the same time, some of this is a little unsexy for them. You know, sustainability and talking about cardboard or plastic may not be as sexy as TikTok. So how do you kind of balance that together with this audience? First, we are really proud of the connection that we have with all consumers and certainly <laughs> with our Gen Z consumers. Uh, you know, we, we've worked hard to make sure that we're reaching uh, reaching them and providing an experience that is the the provides the products that they're interested in, has the you know brand uh, connection that we think is reflective of their values and uh, and brings new ways of exploring beauty like conscious beauty that we know is is really important. 
And, you know, what I think is really interesting is we've done research among among all consumers, and I think it is very much true among Gen Z and uh, uh, and young millennials is uh, sustainability is sexy. And, yeah, it's not maybe not as, you know, as in the moment as as uh, the latest thing on TikTok. But I think what's cool about it is uh, there is just a growing understanding and recognition that the choices that they make that all of us make has an impact on the world around them more than just the moment that they're using the product. And, and so by connecting their values to the choices and the products they make, I think they find that really compelling and exciting. And it might not make the best, uh, you know, 15 second uh, uh, TikTok, but it is something that I think is so core and lasting to who uh, younger consumers are and what's important to them that I think it will go beyond any moment in social media to uh, just become more and more part of their lives and everyday choices. And as they uh, you know, get older and are expanding in their spending, uh, they'll have an even greater impact on the world around them by the choices that they make. So we're excited about it. Uh, we think it's uh, you know, we have a unique opportunity as, as a key uh, Ulta, as a key destination for Gen, Gen Z to be a leader in it. And, and that's what we're going to do. Speaking of, you know, digital, you know, I know Ulta has had a, a, a firestorm of activity on your website, but how is all of this, all of these initiatives, since they are complicated, going to come to life on e-commerce and then also via social? Right. Well, digital will be the primary place that I, we think our guests will discover and explore the Conscious Beauty platform. They'll, they'll be able to search and understand which brands uh, you know, meet the criteria for each of the pillars that I described. Uh, and we're working hard to make it really simple and easy and seamless. And, and using our app will be a great, great way for our guests to discover everything that Ulta, that Ulta Beauty offers and everything that Conscious Beauty is standing for. And so we're really going to encourage our, our customers to engage in our app, to download our app, to find that as a, as a key tool in their Ulta Beauty navigation. We'll also look for ways to bring it to life in store. First, our associates. So we, we, we feel like we've got the most passionate, most educated, confident, excited store associates in, in beauty, and they are fired up about Conscious Beauty, in, in part because most of them are passionate about these spaces themselves. And on top of that, they're hearing every day from their guests uh, questions and, and just discussions about how to navigate under these pillars. So they're going to bring it to life to our guests uh, every day. And then we'll also use various marketing and uh, other in-store tools to help uh, help our guests navigate the assortment so they can find the products they're looking for. So it'll be multifaceted and we're excited to bring it to life. Dave, when you think about how traditional brands or more traditional brands in the makeup category specifically, since that's where a lot of the um, innovation is happening now within clean and, and some of these categories, um, how are traditional brands or maybe repivoting or, or, or kind of replatforming to be a part of something like this? Well, I'd say most of them have been thinking about this for a long time. I mean, they know the consumer direction. They know the importance of this. For most of our key brand partners, it's also con consistent with their company values and what they, the impact that they want to have on the world around them. So I'd say with very few exceptions, brands have been 
exploring and innovating and driving uh, you know, newness in this uh, broader sustainability space for quite a while. Uh, and, and we anticipate that, even, that both new small brands that are being dis, you know, created today, as well as some of the biggest uh, brands that have been around for quite a while, will, will find ways to innovate and drive growth that are consistent with what that brand stands for. And that's one of the reasons we think it's really important that we are providing a comprehensive view to the the consumers around conscious beauty, because not every brand is going to immediately or maybe ever uh, you know, either want to or be able to live up to every one of the standards for each of the pillars as part of conscious beauty. And that's OK. It just it's about what con- consumers are looking for and giving them the choice. And some might be more focused on on cruelty free and many brands uh, have been cruelty free. Traditional brands have been cruelty free for a while. And if they're not, they're moving that. And so allowing them to bring that to life will be a positive step as an example. So we see traditional brands innovating. We know, they know the importance and we're excited to partner with them to bring it to life as much as we are with new brands that have just been created. Dave, would you say that, you know, some of these brands, big and small, needed, you know, a retailer like Ulta to kind of set the standard? Because, you know, you are in every town practically in America or in every state and, you know, have the presence of mind to make this as wide as it needs to be. Well, we're excited to (laughs) play a leadership role in it. We, as the largest beauty retailer in the country, we know we have an important role to play in, in yeah, certainly delivering a great experience, but also helping the industry move forward. And one of the challenges is that there isn't a consistent standard across some of the aspects uh, of this. And so by us putting a stake in the ground for what we believe is important, and we've developed that point of view through a lot of research and a lot of work with experts and uh uh, and and others in trying to create a program that we think makes most sense to continue to evolve this category. Uh, we have heard that it's the, our brand partners are are excited about that because it gives some clarity and and allows them to uh, you know know where to focus in order to bring these things to life within the Ulta Beauty environment. And so we're excited about that. We also haven't you know done this solely alone. We've looked outside to other partners. One example that we're really excited about is our partnership and relationship with Credo. Uh, you know, we've, you know, have looked across the landscape and really see them as a, a real thought leader in overall sustainability and certainly in clean. And uh, and so by tapping into other experts, uh, and in that case, creating a partnership, um, you know, we think it'll help bring the industry together in some really interesting ways and, and just make it uh, ultimately easier for guests to navigate. Will you talk a little bit more about the Credo Partnership, Dave? Because, you know, I thought I, I spoke to Annie about this, of course, and, you know, we covered it here at Glossy, but, you know, it seemed such like a no brainer in a way because of the relationship that you guys had together and some of the brands that you guys both carried, as well as, you know, what they were trying to do, which was definitely attract Gen Z. But how did that kind of come about and what you felt was the right synergy to make that happen? We are really excited about the partnership with with Credo uh, in, in, for many reasons. Uh, they've done such great things, really throughout their uh, the, throughout their since they were created to 
help evolve and push the industry in, in, in we think really important ways. So the impact that they've had has been really positive, the experience they deliver, and then their team is just awesome. And so it's just been a joy to work with them, to look for ways to help advance the overall sustainability effort. At the same time, we're advancing the collective impact that Ulta Beauty and Credo can, can have on the world. So it really just emerged by us looking across the landscape uh, and seeing you know, who was doing you know, really cool things and having a big impact. I think on their side, uh, they also you know, look for ways to uh, expand their impact and, and saw Ulta as a, as a really good partner to do that. So by shared values and shared commitment to moving this conversation forward and having a great impact, uh, it became pretty natural pretty quickly that we had an opportunity to work together and we're really excited to bring that to our guests. Uh, again, because it'll bring more transparency, more options, and uh, you know, more ability for our guests to make choices that reflect their values. Dave, you know, when you look to the rest of this year, you know, obviously you have a lot going on. Stores are at pretty much at full capacity as from earlier in the year. You know, you're launching this huge program with Conscious Beauty. What are, you know, top of mind as the economic uncertainty, as consumer behavior continues to change throughout this year? Yeah, I think top of mind for us uh, is first and foremost, continuing to make sure we're taking care of our associates and providing an experience in our store that is safe and set up in a way that uh, allows them, our store associates, to deliver a great experience every day, but also, uh, you know, keeps them safe and and uh, helps them personally manage this really disrupted time, both from a professional standpoint and their uh, their work at Ulta Beauty, but also personally, everybody's lives is, is disrupted. So, you know, that's been part of our values is to always keep our associates centered and everything that we do. And that's never more important than it is right now. And so, we're continuing to work on that to make sure that we're uh, setting ourselves up for that. And then, and then I think, you know, as we continue to navigate the ups and downs of this crisis, which there have been many uh, through over the last several months, and we know there will be more uh, challenges ahead of us until, you know, we're, we're eventually past this. Uh, what we're really focused on is, is just making sure that we're strengthening our business uh, continuing to make investments in the in the in the right areas that we know will allow us to continue to grow and deliver a great experience. And ultimately, we believe that Ulta Beauty can set our, get our set ourselves up to accelerate out of this and uh, you know continue to be a leader in the category, continue to be one that brings innovation both in products and experiences and services to our guests. And so we're really focused on the future as much as we're managing the day-to-day dynamics of this crisis. And when we look to the future, we're excited about it, even as, uh, you know, there's times where uh, we're concerned about the current moment. Dave, last question for you. You know, you mentioned the future. You know, a lot of people have a lot of thoughts on what the future in beauty looks like. What are you really betting on besides conscious beauty? Well, I'm betting on a long-term, you know, very positive future for the beauty category. One of the things that I know with certainty is the way people feel about themselves, the way they express them to the to the world will always be important. It's been important, I think, through 
through human history. And, and yeah, there's been a lot of, of changes and twists and turns and, and trends, but the fundamental desire of humans to express themselves and to show themselves up in ways that make them feel confident and, uh, and, and feeling really good about, uh, you know, how they, uh, you know, how they, how they are, uh, I think won't change. And so with that core belief, I have a lot of confidence in the, in the category it is. And, and so when we do research right now, what we're learning from our guest is, is, there's still a love and a passion and a connection with beauty category, but we know there will be both short and long-term changes. Uh, you know, short-term are obvious in, in just things like, you know, not having as many social events and not being out and about as much and just changes how you, uh, you know, the, the way you interact with the world around you, certainly things like testers and other products that, uh, you may not be in the moment uh, appropriate. Uh, services look different because of the human one-on-one connection that they have. So we know there's short-term disruptions, but as I look forward, I'm really, really optimistic and excited about where the future is going. I believe that when we get past this current time, this current crisis, uh, whenever that is, uh, and whatever that exactly looks like, there will be in some ways, I think, a, a, a new renaissance of beauty, a new resurgence of beauty that people that have, you know, maybe some pent up desire to, uh, to express themselves to the world, however that looks, uh, we think beauty will play an important part of that. And that's why we're excited at Ulta to continue to make the investments we're doing, consider to look to the future, even as we're managing the current moment. And with, we're going to be ready. We're going to be prepared to, uh, be partnering with our with our guests uh, to deliver that future. And uh, we feel we remain very optimistic about it. Thank you so much, Dave. It was great having you today. Thank you, Priya. I enjoyed talking to you. And thanks for your interest in Ulta Beauty. Thanks for tuning in to the Glossy Beauty Podcast. Our theme music is by Otis McDonald. Tune in next week for another episode. And if you know someone or more than one who should be listening to the Glossy Beauty Podcast, please have them subscribe. See you next week.